What's up and welcome to episode six of the Q podcast with very special guest, Cole of Park Pros. Welcome. What's going on? Thank you for having me. Yeah, man. It's a pleasure to have you here. But before we get to know you a little bit more, I got to tell you the premise of the show. It's as if we were in a hypothetical queue line waiting to ride your favorite attraction. And while we wait, we just have a simple conversation as friends. So with that being said, what is your favorite coaster? My favorite coaster. Okay. So I know nobody Cole ever Hale. knows. Nobody I, I ever know knows. Right off his answer right away. He's, so he's I, the I, only I, person, man. I, I, I had high hopes with you. I came prepared. So I've got okay. two answers. Oh, wow. Um, it kind of balances back and forth for me. Um, mm -hmm. In 2018, I rode Steel Vengeance for the first time. Okay. I waited. You know, I still have not yet ridden that coaster. You haven't, really. I, 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 I want to experience the 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 hype of it. it it is the king of roller coasters and it will is change it? your perception on any other roller coaster but what, what that being said yeah I don't know, mm -hmm. go ahead go ahead i was gonna say what really comes close to it like i people really put that as number one well a lot of people have fury people have different things um uh but steel vengeance usually is number one up there yeah like is um, it really that godlike is it, it that is. great and I would say in terms of like strict roller coaster experience, the only really ride for me that comes close would be Voyage when you get it on like a really when it's running either running really well or yeah. holiday nights, you know. Yeah, you the trimless. Yeah. Um, Voyage is just another animal. By but the way, I mean, are, you, like, are you are you going? Uh, this I year? am going. Yeah, yeah. I was okay, there last year for the first time. Oh, okay. Amazing experience. I would recommend it to any coaster enthusiast. Okay, nice, um, nice. And I saw a Kalaheo, by the way, for people who might have forgotten, that's Destination Thrills. Um, I saw he already got his tickets. We spoke about it. He's going. Um, so, yeah. And then I was in some other enthusiasts, obviously, a lot of enthusiasts are going. So I was like, I might as well. Right. I mean, so. it is an unbelievable time. I mean, getting to ride Voyage, Voyage Trimless. Yeah. Um, and even just the other coasters, you know, there's hardly a line at all. Even with the social distancing this past mm -hmm. year, mm -hmm. you can just sit and marathon those things, like get around, go back in line. Jeez. And uh, man, Raven and Legend both jumped up really high in my rankings this year. But anyways, back to back to okay. your question. No, no, I mean, you um, can freelance the conversation as yeah. much as you want. And yeah, there's no structure. Yeah, yeah. I, I, would, I would say Steel Vengeance is my number one right now. Mm -hmm. And I know that's kind of a lame answer. Um, if it's that great, then it's not a lame answer. It think. is. I mean, it's yeah. just it's just hard to stack up to. You know, I haven't been on rides like like mm -hmm. Lightning Rod or Fury, which I know a lot of people love. But um, Lightning Rod is my number one. Is it really? Yeah, man. Ride it at night at all or not? Because I know. Oh uh, no, I did it first cool. thing. Um, first thing in the morning, like on reopening day. Okay. Uh, this past season. Yeah, so, yeah, I did see. I did see your vlog for that. Yeah, man. When that was you. Crazy. Yeah. Okay. Nice. <laughs> nice. I thought yeah. it, I thought I was only gonna get just that coaster, and I was kind of like okay with it because it started to rain. Every well, if people don't know, every time I go to uh, Dollywood, it rains on me. It pours every time. Yeah. Um, and it's I was, raining in those the Smoky Mountains. It that really is. I didn't know that. I but it, apparently it is. Uh, <laughs> so I rode it, and uh, it was amazing. And then it just rained on me. And then two hours later, I just got on everything else. So it worked out. Nice. Yep, yeah, yep. I had a trip planned for Dollywood um, this past spring. Mm -hmm. um, I was going to do like a whole kind of like go down to Dollywood and go down mm -hmm. to Carowinds, you know, like yep, kind of yep, the whole yep. route over Georgia. I probably would have ran into you. Yeah, over Georgia. Yeah, Obviously, 
mm-hmm. change of plans. I kind of had to adjust things. I ended up doing a road trip out east, which I'm sure we'll we'll hit eventually. Yeah, the, absolutely, absolutely. But, uh, but yeah, to answer your initial question, I think I think Steel Vengeance is is the way you have to go. And there's okay. something about you know going to Cedar Point on a busy mm-hmm. day. And you know, waiting like two hours for Millennium for a Force or two hours for Maverick. Like, I've heard though a lot of people like they don't like the busyness of it, but you're saying that enhances it, which actually makes us very similar because I like atmosphere with theme parks. That's me. Like I'm a coaster enthusiast, yeah. but more so I'm a theme park enthusiast where I just love like the ambiance, the atmosphere of vibing with other people, having an equal great time. But of course, you don't want super long queues all the right. time. Right. I mean, but obviously, yeah. as a coaster enthusiast, I would take an empty day at Cedar Point. Of course, empty of day. Course. And I actually made a video this this fall about mm-hmm. it was titled "Why You Should Avoid Cedar Point in 2021. Yeah, I did see I, that. I got a lot of heat for that one. Yeah. Um, but I mean, I'm I'm saying that like when you're at Cedar Point, you don't mind waiting like two hours for Steel Vengeance or Maverick mm-hmm. or Millennium Force mm-hmm. because you know what the ride is going to bring, and you kind of like it's kind of like almost like a disney level type like park feeling where you're i did i recently mentioned that as well that uh it has that vibe slash um they're trying to make it into a a full like how disney has the whole resort stays and all that like they're trying to make it a full package experience right and i think it's like that feeling is almost like because more of like the level of roller coasters and thrilling rides that have there more so of like you know, the ambiance of Disney and the feeling of like, you know, kind of bringing back memories from your childhood. Yeah. And yeah. And for mm-hmm. me, really the only two parks I've been to where I'm like geeking out so much because I know there's so many great roller coasters around me are Cedar Point and Magic Mountain. And I mean, those are the two obvious. Yeah, picks. that makes those sense. Are, yeah. Those are the kings, you know. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> maybe, maybe maybe I was a lot great adventure in there too. And I still mm-hmm. have to get to a lot of the, the Cedar Fair parks on on the East Coast, but for me, I think it's just those two right now that are. Kind while of we're like, on the w- while we're on the subject, um, and I actually scratched this, but like, I mean, it's a great segue. What would you rather? I mean, people have fought this long for like a long time. Coaster enthusiasts making YouTube videos. What do you prefer more, Cedar Fair or Six Flags Parks? Ah, oh, that's tough. Um, I would say. Be careful now because, you know, people are going to give you some heat. (laughs) It's tough. I mean, being from around this area, um, Chicago, Milwaukee area my whole life, Mm -hmm. um, I definitely grew up as like a Six Flags kid. Because Great America is your home park. Right, exactly. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. um, I think because of that, when I was first learning about rides and roller coasters and stuff, like the Six Flags parks are the ones that I immediately looked to and wanted to visit first, you know. I visited mm-hmm. Great Adventure at a young age and Magic Mountain at a young age, and those got me hooked. So I think I have to go with Six Flags, but I will okay, say that. Wow. Like that um, I mean, the Cedar Fair parks are just they're just so nice, you know? Like they're always no, they really are. atmosphere. They're all mm-hmm. really well taken care of. They are. They're Besides beautiful. Carolyn's bathrooms. I have, awful, man. I've heard you've, you've got some quality bathrooms. <laughs> it's, it's, it's like, it was just like, I'm not going to get explicit in it but it's just like they didn't care the ground was like it was flooded but it wasn't of water (laughs) so just yeah i get the picture yeah (laughs) but i don't know i think i still have to go to a lot of like the really good cedar fair parks like mm -hmm. i haven't been to california's great america i haven't been to heroin i haven't been to king's dominion which are kind of 
you know, mm-hmm. all at the top of my list of parks that I need. Same to here. Do. Like those are all goals for this year if we can get out there and kind of travel more to do so. But yeah, absolutely. But speaking on Carowinds, though, like it's not, you know, it's a beautiful park. It is a top tier park. I was mm-hmm. just saying about the bathrooms. That's it. Right. But everything else, it's, it's a, to me, it's a wonderful park. Yeah. Carowinds, I think Carowinds and Dolly, Dollywood are kind of like my 1A, 1B of parks that I just, I need to get to this year. Like, right. stop putting them off. Man, no Dollywood problem. is the most perfect theme park, along with what I've heard about Silver Dollar City, like same vibe and all that stuff. Um, you got co- an amazing lineup of coasters. You have uh, theming galore. You have just kind, friendly staff, and then you have great food. It is the Disney with coasters. Yeah, I mean, if it's even like a fraction of how good Silver Dollar City is, I'll love it because, I mean, Silver Dollar City is my, in terms of like strictly theme park. If you want yeah, to yeah. like that, it's my mm-hmm. favorite theme park. Can't go. Like they're opening up in uh March and I really want to be there. Yeah, you got you gotta get there. I mean, of the parks that I've been to in the country, that would probably Mm -hmm. be the one I would recommend to anyone. Wow. And P and people are like, it's in the middle of nowhere, you know, it's like it's hard to get to, whatever. It's Mm -hmm. it's worth it. If you can get a flight in Kansas City or Springfield or something, like yeah, what what is the 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 best place to fly to? So I, when I visited, me and yeah. Hill met up there right. in, I think, like, late November now. Um, mm-hmm. It was for the Christmas event. Um, mm-hmm. I flew into Springfield, which, being from Chicago, I just flew United. Um, right. It was a pretty easy connection. I didn't even know that you could do that. And then from mm-hmm. there, it was, like, a 45-minute drive. Oh, wow. I think that's probably the best idea. But, like, okay. you can always do, if you wanted to do, like, you know, there's like that trio of, of parks in Missouri. You got Silver Dollar yeah. City, you got St. Louis and mm-hmm. Kansas City, and they're all like around like three and a half hours from each other. Correct. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, St. Louis and Kansas City, like you can get your flights from from anywhere to those places, and and they're reasonable drives to to Silver Dollar City as well. But any of those three really work. Okay. I, mean, I, I would I would highly recommend it. I mean, okay. I was not planning on going back at all this year, but I'm like. I got. I got to get back. I, I love so, the park too much. People say Silver Dollar Cities. You should do it more than one day. Yeah, I was gonna say, especially if it's a busy day there. It, Which it, it would be. I think it would be a Sunday. Okay, that I don't think that would be horrible. I mean, the, but I do St. Louis on Saturday. Yeah, I went to in the middle of a week. The first time I went to Silver Dollar City it was in 2019. Mm-hmm. Um, and I went in the middle of the week, maybe like a Wednesday, Thursday, Friday or something. Right. I spent, I think I got there Wednesday afternoon. I was at the park for like four hours. I spent mm-hmm. the entire next day there open to close and I stayed for probably four hours the next day. So I did basically like the, the two full days at Silver Dollar yeah. City and I never got bored. Like, well, I, and good. I got on a ton of rides. I was riding mm-hmm. everything. It was not right. packed at all. Um, <laughs> It's it's just a a place that like you know it kind of has that Disney level ambiance and feeling exactly. to it, but mm-hmm. um and you can't beat the scene. I mean, up in the Ozark Mountains in in Branson, Missouri, yeah. I mean, you wouldn't expect it to be as beautiful as as it is. But Bro, I mean, you've the seen the thing. Picture, you've seen the pictures of wild. I've seen pictures, stuff. video, all that stuff. Which is, what you're saying is yeah, that's very true. But it's even just like their locations, like even Dollywood. It's just in the Smoky Mountains. It is beautiful. Like. You just search the earth to find, well, at least the United States, to find the perfect locations to fit your theming of what you want to 
do and they did a great job so yeah and i feel like pigeon forge is one of those places too where there's so much around to do it especially oh, if you're so in coaster enthusiasts. there's like yeah there's what like 10 mountain coasters up there so many so I've many heard that it's, it's a kind of a fun like little drinking town too which it is you know, it has everything uh so it's just it's really a great place and i plan to go back as a season pass holder uh back in march or well in march when they reopen so but yeah yeah i think I'm, I'm planning a road trip right now, but I think Dollywood is going to be the last stop before Hollywood Nights on this road trip that I'm planning. Well, let's talk a little bit about that. I want yeah, to speak man. on uh, Park Pro's trip plans for 2021 because a lot of people, you know, a lot of enthusiasts make uh, videos on this, like announcing their plans. And 2020 was a disaster because they all almost fell through. Right. Uh, what do you have so far? For me, before I let you speak, I don't really, I have dates of when things are opening, like parks that have opened their, um, well, announced their opening date, but I haven't really made any official plans because I'm waiting for certain things such as uh, the Velocicoaster at Universal. I'm waiting for Iron Gwazi. I don't want to schedule something and then that happens and I miss it. Right. I think that's kind of the dilemma that you know, like all coaster enthusiasts are <laughs> having so right true. now because yeah. one... We don't know when any of those rides are going to open. I mean, you and you, me, and everyone else that likes coasters is planning like a mm -hmm. Florida trip for March. Oh, for sure, it's going to be a good week, a week long minimum that I would be there because you got Icebreaker, you got Velocicoaster, you got Iron Gwazi, then you just got everything in general that they have to offer. Right. For me, like I'm almost looking at like tackling that in two weekends, like two weekend trips throughout the year, maybe one like in spring to do tampa but i just feel like orlando especially me not being there since i yeah, was like yeah, 15 and mm -hmm. only going to disney world then i have so much to tackle down there bro, bro even disney i mean there's yeah. so many more new additions we could have a whole podcast episode on that alone exactly but, yeah. so i'm thinking of almost like breaking it up into two trips maybe like oh, for sure one specifically to ride mm -hmm. Velocicoaster coaster and yeah. And uh, Iron Gwazi, yeah. open around the same time. Maybe just plan the trip based on that. But then I also want to get back to Orlando, obviously. Oh, for sure. All that stuff. And I think uh, that would be more of a more of a fall trip. That second. I think I think that would be good. Um, I think spring and uh, summer will be really hectic. Um, just normal crowd levels, people spring break and or summer break. Right. Uh, then you have um, the Velocicoaster. They're saying summer. Uh, and then Iron Gwazi weird because it's been testing for like almost two or three months now. Like, why, I know. why don't they I just know. open it? it? It's a little but bizarre. They're, they're doing testing, but I'm not sure if they're done with the overall um rock work and theming for it. It looks right. pretty much completed, yeah. But just like Iron Gwazi looks completed, but I think Iron Gwazi's definitely on the way of like straight up March, if not February. Let's hope so because it's. Getting to that point where I'm starting to have that coaster itch and yeah. not a lot is open right now. So oh nothing, nothing. Um, but yes, back to what you were gonna say, your plan. Yeah. What, what are you what are your plans so far of what do you have so far planned? So so last year, um, as anyone that kind of has watched my channel, a lot of my mm -hmm. videos have been revolved around like an East Coast road trip that I did last year where I kind of mm -hmm. started at Cedar Point, went up to County Wood, did a bunch of the New Jersey and Pennsylvania parks and then mm -hmm. Um, ended up actually at Hollywood Nights at the end of that trip. So right. I'm kind of still planning to do the original version of that trip, which was going down south and knocking out like 
Dollywood and Carraway. So that would that would be first. Actually, I think we're going to reverse it now. Okay. So I want to get up to. Um, it's probably going to start with me flying into Newark and pr- trying to knock out American Dream, assuming that mm-hmm. Sandy's is open. I know that they mm-hmm. have so many issues with that. Right. Um, otherwise, it's going to kind of depend on you know like whether Jersey Devil is open by May or whatever, whatever right. that they're, is. Which, they're moving. They're, you don't think so? It's Six Flags. It could be done tomorrow, <laughs> and the part the ride wouldn't open until August. Hey, so. I'm thankful for at least they have a whole YouTube channel and Instagram that updates you on that. That's I'm true. thankful for that because no other Six Flags park has given me that type of update vibe. And it yeah. sucks. I got to dig and do research and then get, like, I don't know, to find answers. But they're actually just giving it to us. And it looks kind of close to complete i don't know right yeah yeah i I think there's going to be a lot of moving parts and it's going to be a very flexible kind of trip because you know you look at jersey devil that would definitely be an option for us if it's open Mm -hmm. um i still have to do six flags america i've never done that that part before let me know i talked about that on my stream yesterday at the time of this recording i was i want to go they say it's in the middle of of nowhere i'm excited yeah i mean at the very least, it's like seven or eight credits, and it's free because I'm a pass holder. So that's true too. Yeah. Um, but then I also I haven't done King's Dominion, which is again t- towards the top of my park, so I need to get to. Same. And mm-hmm. then obviously Bush Gardens William Williamsburg is another Same. one. That, oh, Pantheon. Yeah, exactly. I mean, there's so many coasters that are. Yeah. We don't know when, like if you know. <laughs> And it's I, it's hard, you know. This is going to be the can't year. Plan, where, yeah, you can't plan much because you might want to be there for an opening day, or at least with your trips, you want to at least have that big coaster that you're looking for be open. So, right. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think I'll probably stop at, at Williamsburg regardless, just because I haven't been to that park in maybe like seven or eight years. I haven't been at all, and I'm looking for. Yeah, yeah. it's beautiful. It is mm-hmm. a beautiful, well-run. Park they say it's the most beautiful. Well, it was voted, I think, the most beautiful park. Yeah, uh, it's, it's, like a, it's a great park. And now, yeah. I think with Pantheon looking kind of like that standout coaster at that park now, I think they're going to start getting a lot more attention nationally. Like in terms of oh, that's true. In terms of coaster enthusiasts, you know, like, yeah, because like nobody talks about Pantheon. It, like it's been it's been forgotten amongst enthusiasts in regards to all the other things. There's so many coasters coming out. It's ridiculous. Iron, it's great, but it's Iron ridiculous. Iron looks better than Iron Quasi. Like in my opinion, I think visually no, right up there. Not visually. Wait, you said that's the right? No, um, looks like as good, if not better, of a ride than Iron Quasi. In my opinion, I think it's right up there. So you were just like me. You were underwhelmed with the POV of Iron Gwazi. I didn't watch the POV of Iron Gwazi. I don't watch. I'm not a POV watcher because then you, it ruins the ride for you. I'm not. Yeah, I, I steer clear of it. It was on, okay. I was tapping through my Instagram feed that entire day. Everyone's reposting it. Okay, so real quick, when you make a video, this is like what the Q podcast is about because people get to know the person I have on here that we're right. talking. That I'm talking to and get to know different things. So we'll get to go into the dynamic of uh, how you do YouTube videos and all a little bit later on. Okay. But um, while we're on the you know topic of this right now, you don't watch POV. So when you make a video and you haven't been to that park, how does that work? 
Um, I mean, for the most part, I'll say that I, I stopped watching POVs probably like in 2018. Okay. So um i know for the most part like what most roller coasters like do you know yeah. like generally speaking <laughs> right like yeah i know what like intimidator does i know what fury does like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. just from those rides being around for so long and like catching glimpses of it and everything um but i mean in terms of new rides especially the last two years when they come out like i don't want to watch it because oh so it's more so new rides yeah yeah it's okay. more of like a like a new philosophy that i picked up okay because no, i'd rather I like, like i'd rather enjoy the ride and you know like different elements you don't want to be like uh expecting it so to speak exactly either. yeah right. i don't okay. want to be like oh i wish that element had more airtime or i wish yeah. this version did this you know i just never i just think that povs never do it justice like it's a whole different experience from seeing it. That's just me in experiencing it. It's not the same, like something right. well, you can watch from home and it, it won't be as intense, obviously, because right. uh, you're passive. The, the iron Gwazi um, mm-hmm. POV that everyone mm-hmm. was complaining about, like the pacing or whatever. It's like, it's probably like it's second or third run of the day. There's Correct. no, and there's no, you know, water dummies in there. Mm-hmm. Like there's not mm-hmm. a bunch of people riding it. It's like, mm-hmm. come on. That's, that's true. Real. Okay. Okay. You got that, that's that. just That's just a roller coaster <laughs> nerd nitpick that yeah. they love to do. Anytime okay. anything comes out, it's, it's complaining about it. People it's popular. It's cool to hate. It's cool. It to is. Hate. It is. Yeah. Yep. It's weird. It's weird. But in regards to you've been doing YouTube, you rebranded, I guess in 2020. Correct. I did. Yeah. Actually a year and a week ago from what the day we're recording. This right. Stuff. Which is crazy with the amount of success you've had, which is insane. Um, you. But you have a video uh, dating back um, November of 2011 of Iron. It was a Iron Wolf tribute. Um, did you do more? So you did more content beforehand. And then what did you delete the, all the videos except that? No, that was the only video I had. And I thought, oh. so when it, when it came to, um, I really got back into the coaster community. It was definitely a hobby I had when I was like probably like 10 to 15 or something and it kind of mm-hmm. died off in high school and I went to college in Nebraska. So I didn't really have a, like a, a park close or anything to me. Right. Um, it kind of picked up actually because of Steel Vengeance and I like, oh wow, I saw the announcement for Steel Vengeance or something like on, on YouTube or something. I started mm-hmm. watching coaster videos again and I'm like, all right, well, this is not something I'm ever going to miss. Like even if, like i even have like this little flicker of like roller coaster hobby left like yeah this would always be something that i would go try mm-hmm. and after after that trip to cedar point to to ride still vengeance like i was i was just hooked again like immediately oh, so, that. wow that's pretty cool actually like you saw something you got hooked on it again and then you were like you made a trip usually people will find an interest and they won't like be able to get out there or do it that quick whether for they need money for whatever it is, but you like got reinterested in it and then you went right to Cedar Point and kind of yeah, did it. Yeah, exactly. And I had been cool. like, I'd been to Cedar Point before and everything. Mm-hmm. And I I I'd been to a bunch of parks from from my previous interest in in the hobby. But I took a good like six or seven break from the hobby. And it was funny when I come ba- I came back because like I missed out on like Fury. I had no idea Fury was built. So I came back and I'm like, there's this like kick-ass giga yeah, like man. in charlotte yeah, yeah. Fairwinds is like a cool <laughs> park now like that was all new to me like yeah. i just got on lightning rod i had no idea that was a thing yep so i come back and like there's all these great rides and i'm still kind of catching up honestly on the on the years that's that pretty missed cool in a way 
I'm not mad at you. I think it's actually a pretty like dope outlook in a way because it's almost like people watch the show live. Right. And a TV show. And you waited till the season ended, all the episodes ended, and now right. you're binge watching. Exactly. Yeah. A TV show. So you don't get to, you don't have to wait till next week for the new episode. You have all these rides lined up for you now that you could just hit whenever you can and enjoy it rather than, oh, I gotta wait. Well, now you're kind of at a standstill in a weird way, like the rest of the community. You're waiting right. for the new rides, but you still have like a back catalog of uh bucket list rides that you want to hit up. Same, same here. So exactly. Yeah. Cool. I'm I'm still catching up a lot and I've got oh, same here. a lot of trips planned, but uh but yeah, I mean, even before then, I had a, a pretty good baseline of like of parks that I've been to around the country. So some of them okay. have added new stuff. Some of them haven't. So um, okay. So what was your first coaster? If you can remember, like, and what 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 age were you? First ever roller coaster, or first mm -hmm. roller coaster that got me into roller coasters. Uh actually, yeah, that both. What what, what your first roller coaster period and. Part B, were you scared? Uh, the, <laughs> the next question of that, of the two-part question, I, I guess, was uh, what coaster made you become an enthusiast? Yeah, we always used to go to Six Flags Great America. Like when I was a little kid, we'd go with mm -hmm. like my cousins and stuff. So mm -hmm. I think the kitty coaster at Great America was called like Spacely Sprocket Rockets or something. I probably yes. wrote that when I was like six or seven or something. Mm -hmm. and that was the first, the first like roller coaster that I went on. Um, mm -hmm. And then, like I mentioned, kind of like towards the beginning of high schoolish, I started to go back to the park for like birthday parties and stuff, and that's mm -hmm. kind of when I got hooked on it. Okay, um, the coaster and community was was a lot different back then, and I don't know if you were enthusiast back in like the late like two thousand nine, two thousand ten, eleven. I was not. I was yeah. Oh, I'm not, yeah, yeah, no. Obviously, like, there was no Instagram. Like, correct. Facebook that's what I heard. It was just forums, and it was, it was forums. Like, I. Yeah. I was like 15 and I'd go on forums all day and I'd refresh it, wait for someone new to post. And yeah. And that's like how we talked about roller coasters back then. And it's mm -hmm. like coming back, I think the most surprising thing to me mm -hmm. um, as like someone in their 20s is just like yeah. how mainstream the hobby is now. Like it it's is. not like a weird thing to be a roller coaster enthusiast anymore. Like a lot of people are, are into it now. And it's that's like the coolest thing that I've seen. It was just like before they would call us just thrill seekers. Now it's like roller coaster enthusiasts and it's a whole movement in a way. Like it has a whole community, subculture, all that stuff. And it's weird. But like, I think I was talking to Dale, um, you know, Coaster Daddy and then also Kalaheo. Uh, they're very welcoming, but also like they could be ruthless at mm -hmm. times, which is. I don't know. It's, it's kind of cool to me, but uh, it's it's so different. Even just from year, a few years back, four or five years, it's I don't know. It's just different. It is. And I mean, it was shocking for me to come back and just see like how. I mean, it was just such like a small hobby back then. Like mm -hmm. I didn't know anyone that like cared about roller coasters. And I mean, still today, like if I tell my friends like, oh, you're yeah. into roller coasters, you know, like they're still like, okay, that's kind of weird, but still like. <laughs> There's, there's, I feel like it's almost like it's definitely doubled, if not tripled or quadrupled in size of the community. And it's just oh, so much sure. more vocal now and there's so much yeah. content on it. It's, it, it was unbelievable to get back to. And that's kind of the, the reason that I started YouTube is because when I started getting back into the hobby, I started seeing other people doing it and sharing mm -hmm. their thoughts on rides. And I thought I had 
a lot of interesting opinions mm -hmm. and you know different perspectives on on different rides and roller coasters that i could offer to the community so that's okay. kind of been like the driving force of me wanting to start youtube um last fall and then kind of really diving into it um so you did that early. one video in 2011 and then you waited all the way to 2020 <laughs> yeah. to start a another moot push for youtube right um so i was actually before my time honestly yes <laughs> i don't, I don't I mean, think anyone really i mean besides like the ogs like david Ellis i mean yeah and, the ogs as we know yeah. they're ogs but as far as coaster content and stuff like that in 2011 or so no i should have stuck wow. that I'd, I'd be the biggest creator right now if i were stuck with with that video and straight struggle. up straight up your full-time <laughs> job like yeah. seriously it's but crazy for, for anyone yeah. who's missing context basically what that video was was like a tr video tribute to iron wolf which is yes. now firebird at america as they think i think they call it now mm-hmm but uh, it was the stand-up coaster at Six Flags Great American. I basically like took like a couple shots of it, like a couple off-ride shots. I did a POV of it. Mm -hmm. I don't think that was with the the ride operator's permission, but um. of course, <laughs> you got. I mean, you're starting out, or you're just doing your own thing. You're interested in so something. You might need to take a little risk here and there. So right, right. I but I don't blame uh, you. I don't condone it these days. Right, I don't right. Blame you. <laughs> it's nowadays, yeah. But, um, <laughs> It was just like something I wanted to have, like for myself, as like just some footage of of Iron Wolf that I had. And it's the first video on my channel. I decided when I, you know, wanted to start it up. I'm like, should I start a new channel or should I just keep it? And I thought ah, it'd be kind of funny to have my first video be that from 2010 or 2011 or whatever. 2011, yeah. And then uh, later on. Huh? <laughs> right. So, um, was did you always have park pros even back then? No, I and then yeah. also where did that name derive from? What is the origin? People ask me that. Um I mean I have that, to ask. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. It wasn't originally Park Pros. Um mm -hmm. I don't remember what my channel was named before Come I started. On, I, it wasn't that long ago. It was only it, it was only ten years. I, I honestly have no idea. <laughs> I and then um, I went to Max Force Media Day last summer and I kind of wanted to like have a channel. I could post stuff if I wanted to before I was like really serious about getting into YouTube. And I think okay. I renamed it like Coaster Cole or something like that. Yeah, and I didn't actually like that. So pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, I didn't love it. Um, and I when I really wanted to get into YouTube. I kind of wanted to have like something that was less about me and more of kind of like a brand. Um, mm -hmm. So uh, I started brainstorming ideas and. I can't remember how it came to me, mm -hmm. um, but one thing that, that people always comment, especially when I first started, um, there's there's a channel called Park, Park Burroughs based out yeah. of California. Out, out based out I've never met California. those guys. I don't, I don't know them, but yeah. I remember like maybe like the first five videos I posted, especially I would get like three comments that would be like, you ripped off the name from Park Bros. <laughs> <laughs> Park Bros and Pros is a completely different so completely different yeah man and those i really <laughs> like those guys videos um oh for sure I, I, I hadn't even heard of them to be honest until i started getting those comments and then i looked mm -hmm. them up I'm like oh these guys made pretty good content and they, yeah yeah i mean they give me a good fix of uh cali based theme parks and stuff exactly yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah they, do, they do a really good job out there but i like mm -hmm. i hadn't heard of them because i was still kind of new to youtube ghost youtube at that point anyway so um i did not copy it off of parks park bros or <laughs> yeah record straight on that mm -hmm. uh, but i just kind of you know went through like different 
names that included like coasters or theme parks and there's so much taken now um there's I was so surprised. many people with coaster in their name exactly yeah. especially on like you know like little instagram accounts and stuff mm -hmm. um, i was surprised that that park pros wasn't taken and so when i saw that it wasn't like i looked on instagram everything i looked on youtube yeah um i kind of just took it in and run with it and uh, i think it's it's kind of a fitting name for what we do on the channel so yeah i think it's very cool and then i like uh the aesthetic of your youtube channel like i think the logo is nice i think the banner is nice it's it's very uh clean and minimalistic i mean it's just there and i think it's, yeah. it's just nice it's not exactly all over the place yeah, yeah i appreciate you saying that exactly yeah. right. nothing yeah. crazy. i'm not a professional graphic designer or anything oh so you did it um, yourself I did, yeah, yeah. Oh, nice, nice, myself, nice. So, oh, very solid, very solid. So, real quick, you mentioned that um, you went to Max Force Media Day. I did, yes. And this was before you had a YouTube channel, right? How did you get media? <laughs> so, I have a friend from when I was like originally an enthusiast. That okay. He started his own. Um, it was like a forum YouTube channel. You can look it up. It's called. It doesn't really exist anymore. It doesn't post. Um, mm -hmm. Great American Thrills guy's name is david mm -hmm. um and they basically just sent him an email um saying like would you be interested in coming to media day because he's on their media day list from from way back when probably from mm -hmm. goliath honestly wow he just shot me a message was Ooh, like hey, by the way i want to talk goliath in a second yeah we can talk Goliath, yeah, man yeah um but basically he just shot me a text was like do you want to go with me to, to media day i was like mm -hmm. yeah and it sounds like a good opportunity it's something i kind of want to get into in the future so uh we went. It was great. Got a couple, you know, on-ride video and stuff. You did. You did. Yep. Goliath is a great ride, and I think it fits that area of the park much better than the five or six things that they had proposed for that area beforehand. So. Right. Right. Um. Um. So, I'll get into Goliath more so in a second. But as far as Max Force, um. I, you know, I didn't get to ride it when I visited uh, in 2019. It was closed. Um, I went July 30th, 2019. Um, that sucked. Uh, <laughs> you did a whole video. I, I think uh, I'm trying to correct me. I forgot the title of it exactly, but it was like, um, is it a good fit or something like that? Uh, right. Of, yeah, something like that. Yeah. Um, do you think still to this day, do you think it's a good fit for that part? um i really like max force i think mm -hmm. it's probably my second favorite coaster in terms of just like how good it is at great america american eagle will always be my favorite coaster at great america no matter we're what we're gonna talk about that in a second that's, that's fine we can um yeah man but i think in terms of like <laughs> my my rankings i, I mm -hmm. probably put max force number two behind goliath um mm -hmm. and i think in terms of six flag standards mm -hmm. it is a very good addition for great I, I i agree I, I, I have a video talking about that segue like linking it with over georgia coming out uh at the time of recording tomorrow it, it's yeah. it's an interesting kind of development because kind of the tail end of my first sin as a coaster enthusiast was mm -hmm. the addition of x flight at great america yeah and back then that was our first major coaster in like almost 10 years really like since superman ultimate flight i did not know that and people didn't know that but great america like we had a long long time of not having a like a really major roller coaster uh we at over georgia are now on 10 years 
Yeah, but I mean, in the mid two thousands, like to early twenty tens, like you guys were kind of almost. Oh like, yeah, yeah, like a favorite true. child. Yeah, but it, but the the script has totally flipped the last ten years, where Great American now is getting a major coaster every like two or three years. It's such but a it was, amazing it was part. Like me. that, it was yeah. not like that when I was a coaster enthusiast. And then what? Um, I, I talked about it in my vlog from uh, Great America. X Flight was the second ever wing coaster. I, th yeah, it was either like the first one announced or the first one to open. There's like it was that and, that and yeah. Wild Eagle. They were like yeah. right next to each other. I'm sure Dollywood got it open before Six Flags did. It was something like that. It was. I uh, think it was the first ever announced one. It was something I, I don't remember, but um, I still said that uh, freaking Wild Eagle. I, I'll take over X Flight. It just had more, yeah, uh, positive yeah. G's that I liked and some other. It was. It was. I don't know. I liked it, but. It, it, they're not bad either ones. No, so yeah. Yeah, I mean, I I love the ones that I've been on. I've been on Gatekeeper, and I think Gatekeeper is like, number one. Probably number one. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Thunderbird, Thunderbird is right there. Um, A lot of people have Thunderbird as their number one of that. Yeah. Yeah, I, I can think, see why. I think they're they're one A, one B. They're right there. Okay. I, I, I said in a video which one I preferred. Um, okay. I can't remember what I said, but they're both. <laughs> yes, guys. Make sure you guys check that out on his yeah, channel. Someone, someone fact check me on <laughs> yes. that. Okay. Um, <laughs> um, now, something I'm I'm hyped about. Goliath. Yeah. Goliath. Stand. Goliath before Lightning Rod was my number one. Okay. I can... I can't see that. Um, I, nobody can. That, but that's to me the beauty of being an enthusiast. You don't have to always like what people like. You have different right. things that you do like or whatever. But I'm just saying, in that back row right seat, that drop mm -hmm. was memorable to me. It does. It does have one of the top ten drops on any coaster I've ever been on. That that is not up for debate. And I don't know about you, but I sometimes too, whether it be a good day or you're just excited or you're celebrating something or you're with good people, family, friends, whatever, that can enhance the experience sometimes with anything, a theme park experience or a coaster ride. So I was there and I didn't see my brother in a while and I went with him. You know, he's in the vlog. Uh, but that ride on Goliath was something memorable. It was just a great ride. It had been running all day, so it was like warmed up and all that stuff. And it was just a good ride. Uh, had some pretty interesting elements to me. Yeah, it, it um, is a very unique RMC. I feel like I feel like the elements are more drawn out and like larger scale, despite it being more of a like a compact coaster. Mm -hmm. um, my only qualm with Goliath, which is you know everyone's qualm, is that it's is a very short ride. Um, I, I think the kind of the disappointing theme thing between Max Force and um, Goliath is Great America in both instances, or Six Flags, whatever you want to say, mm -hmm, had, mm -hmm. had opportunities in land to make both those rides like significantly longer, or even wow. like, even like a thousand foot longer. I mean, mm. Great America has the like the Wilderness Theater back there, which they haven't used in like in years, and they would have torn that out and had Goliath go more of an out and back layout, like. Goliath might be one of the best RMCs in the world if, if they had done that. So in the same thing, you yeah. know, I, I think I said that in my, in my video as well. Mm -hmm. I think I think Six Flags stops, especially with the recent additions, they stop at like great, you know, and they don't put that extra like 
investment in to make a ride. It's like um, we're going to add this new thing. It's going to be awesome, but we're going to cut out a lot. For example, um, Georgia Scorch, uh, uh, Georgia Cyclone was massive. You know, it was like a replica of uh, Conan right. Island. Yeah. Um, and then Twisted Cyclone, they cut out like 1,100 like feet of track and stuff. And it's an awesome ride, and but again, wonder if it was bigger, just like Goliath. Yeah, so, I mean that's so, disappointing. I feel like that's kind of the Six Flags way, though, especially of the Goliath. new. Because what Goliath was? What year did it get? 2014. 14? 14, 15, Yeah. Okay, so I would say from then to eighteen, or, or even if so now, because I'm not really sure what they're building uh, in more recent, but they kind of stalled out a little bit yeah I mean, um, most recent coasters are max force which you know does the same thing and then west coast racers west which, coast racers yeah if it wasn't a mobius would be the same case but agreed mobius, yeah so, so other than that it was like yeah 14 to 18 they kind of just were like good ride but we're not going to give it a great stamp of approval we're going to cut out a lot of it i don't know it's weird but yeah you know. yeah i think that's kind of been the philosophy ever since they they stopped making great yeah, rides and the uh the whole bankruptcy thing really shifted yeah. the dynamics but like I, I say hey i believe in mike spanos the new ceo he's trying to do new things mm -hmm. um i don't think there's going to be major things obviously this year but from hearing conference calls and reading investor reports yes i've nerded out and done things like that yeah uh for video sake content wise um there's going to be some big things, I believe, in 2022 and 2023. Yeah, and I, from my understanding, they're straying away now from that new ride at every park every year type of deal. They just spoke on January 11th kind of about doing that still. All right, well, then never mind. I take it back. Yeah, I, I was with you. I've heard the same thing. But then, like, the CFO spoke on it, and they kind of referenced that they want to do that again. Okay. Uh, they want to have a great 20. 21 so they can kind of do that again for um years to come okay yeah i so I, I don't know but i don't totally agree with that philosophy but i'm with you i'm with you. a corporate business financial perspective Look, it does make sense if you had so many issues in the past and you are now a new ceo take what worked and then distance yourself run from what did not right no exactly. you know how to separate what didn't work and what did work. I'm not trying to say I'm a CEO and I know that mindset, but like it wasn't good. And all the cloning and then all the like breaking down rides, again, the state's back, our parks are connected through Z-Force. Like even back then, like it's just crazy. Yeah. Even, yeah. yeah, it's insane. Yeah, I, I hope they figure it out. I mean, hopefully. I think. I think from a financial perspective, what they were doing with those, I mean, from a coaster enthusiast perspective, it's annoying to have yes. little, you know, either like little flat rides added every year, like the major coasters are 40 free spins. That's frustrating, but ultimately, if it means that Six Flags is going to survive, especially in the current situation that we're in, um, that makes sense. you can't really complain about it. That so. makes sense. If they can just keep like placing in, Little flat rides, and then eventually, two, three years down the road, they get enough revenue to build something great. I guess that's not right, but, but I do miss the days where Great Adventure was getting El Toro and King Khan back to back years, you know, <laughs> which we could go back to those days sometimes. That makes but. no, that is 
That I understand why we're. I understand why we're not there. So that doesn't make sense. Like, just yeah, if you could go back. But let's talk a little bit about what uh, American Eagle. Yeah. Okay. Your favorite coaster at the park. Yeah, I mean, especially since I've moved back to this area, um, yeah. pretty close to Great America. Even mm-hmm. when I'm driving through, like, yeah, I'll go to Six Flags Great America, and like the only thing I want to ride is American Eagle. Tell me uh, why. For now, for now, the last couple of years, um, they usually only have one side open. They kind of like rotate the days that they do. Mm-hmm. Um, the blue side has a lot of issues because the track and the train are beaten I up. I don't from. remember what side I, I rode. I don't remember. But yeah, good. Yeah, the, the track and train are pretty beaten up from mm-hmm. running the ride backwards on the blue side for many mm-hmm. years. Okay. Um, and just to begin with, the red side um, it has like an extra airtime hill. It has, mm-hmm. I think it actually has two extra airtime hills. There's one immediately after um, the big helix, and there's another mm-hmm. one when you're kind of doing it straight away. Yeah. Um, but American Eagle back row red side is like probably my third favorite coaster in the park, but it's like that's my where, personal. That's where, that's where I sit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because you. The drop is like is okay, right? You go down yeah. to this little ditch and you get mm-hmm. shot up over those first air, airtime hills. Like mm-hmm. those are some pretty like solid like mm-hmm. flow ejector moments on that ride. Yes. Um, and then obviously the helix is like pretty rough and shaky and kind it of is. out of control. It a is. little uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Transition out of the helix is good, but on the red side you get a really good pop of airtime after the helix. There's another little bunny hill. Hmm. Like a little turnaround, and then there's a really, really good ejector moment at the end of the ride where you're like you're flying over the top of your. Okay, seat. so I must not have been on that one, that one then. When I go to Great America, like that's like basically the only like this is like the first ride I want to ride every single time. I think, and obviously it's been a while since I've been, but um, I think in a way we have the same issue, just connections, because like with me with um, Scream Machine, Great American Scream Machine. Uh, 1973 coaster. It's very rough to majority of people. If you've seen a lot of uh, just park goers, enthusiasts go there, they talk about it. They're like, oh, my back hurts. Like it's a backbreaker, all that stuff. Yeah. The airtime on that is it's an airtime machine. It is intense and it's that's, crazy. That's like my second or third favorite ride at, at your home park. Scream machine. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Like I. Uh, so I, what? I, it would be Twisted, like, Goliath, then that? I haven't been on Twisted. So okay. I haven't been to, I haven't been to your park since probably like 2014 or something. Yeah. Oh, um, okay. Yeah. I love Goliath. Goliath. Goliath is probably my favorite BNM hyper right now. I haven't been mm-hmm. on a lot of the new ones. Mm-hmm. Um, Mako for me. And yeah, I haven't been on Mako, and mm-hmm. I haven't been on like Behemoth and, and all those rides. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's right up there okay. with Diamondback for me. I think. Oh, nice. That's very nice. Back and uh, Goliath. But okay. Then, I love Mindbender too. Mindbender is. Closed for 2020, but it'll be back this year. Unfortunately, Mm -hmm. yeah. Um, Yeah. But then it's either Scream Machine or or Mindbender or two, or my my two through at your home park. Uh, Very solid. Um, But for now, until I get back on Mindbender, uh, Scream Machine is definitely number. It it depends on the day. I guess I, I understand where you're coming from it may be two for me it may be three yeah Twist is definitely one then it may be goliath or uh it might be scream machine but uh yeah, yeah I, I absolutely love scream machine and people hate it 
People absolutely I'm, hate I'm, it. I'm on board with you. It, it has some ridiculous airtime. That finale is it's in it's, it's crazy. Even you you hit that last pop of airtime and then you hit the break run, which is way too short, might I add, mm-hmm. and you just jerk. Yeah. Um, but it's still just amazing experience and I don't know. People wanted to see it go, but that also brings me to with American uh, Eagle. What made me find you? The video that made me find it. who is Park Pros? What is going on? What what is this video about? I'm seeing uh, American Eagle. Right. Yeah, that was really my yeah my first video that, that kind of popped a little bit. I, uh, I think I went from like sixty subscribers to like. Five, six hundred. You had sixty during that. Yeah, I was small. That was my first ever video to do more than like probably like a hundred views. So, uh, well, was that over time? Because from my studies and my research, your first video was uh, to do that was um, uh, Disneyland of uh, what, what was it? You? Oh, yeah, that that video before that. Of, yeah, I, I did a video about Adventureland. Yes, Adventureland. That one was, was Overtime. That one got big. Oh, Overtime. Okay. And that is because my channel has a really weird, like, niche audience of Iowa coasters. Is that why you keep catering to them? I don't – I mean, <laughs> first of all – Nothing's wrong with it. I'm, I'm out of, like, Iowa content. Now. I've done all my videos, but um, – yeah, I think like But I did notice that it's like a weird Iowa it is, like it is a weird like I think probably like three or four of my top ten videos have something to do with the Iowa, which yeah. is like a weird trend. Yeah. But a lot of that had to do with just like timely news, like um mm-hmm. of course it got removed and I was yeah literally the only channel that made a video on that and then like that got spread around a, like a lot on Facebook and stuff of people reposting it. Oh, um, nice! And then when they announced Dragon Slayer, I was like the only like channel that made a video on that as well. So mm-hmm. um, I think I kind of just got lucky with with that. And then obviously, I made my biggest video ever was um, the one the hundred million. Yeah, 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 about Lost mm-hmm. Island theme park yep. opening mm-hmm. in Waterloo in twenty twenty two. That video. Yeah popped like immediately and it's still my by far my most watched. oh it is it is I, i've noticed um but about the uh american eagle video that yeah. was the one that made me find you um i don't know what was going on but i just saw it popped up and i thought it was really interesting and i thought you laid it out very well i was like i've never heard of you and yeah. um well what you had 60 subs at the time so yes. of course i mean oh, it would be hard to find you um, and I thought it was very well done and what you had graphics to see what it would look like and stuff. I, I, if I remember correctly, you had, uh, you did it or you had somebody design it for no, you? No, I reached out to a couple like no limits creators and was like, can I, they had already posted videos and I was like, can I just use this as oh, okay. kind of like a background video thing? And they were, mm-hmm. they were cool with it. So, okay, cool. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that, video, yeah. that video took, I think like an entire weekend to make and I had been working on it for a long time. And that was like, that was one of those videos when I started, I kind of had like in the bank in the back of my head that it was mm-hmm. like, if I ever need a video to do like really well, I'll yeah. like, I'll make this video. But I also like, it's kind of like, it's a, like, I like you guys know, it's a ride that's kind of like near and dear to my heart. And it's yes. a topic that like, I'm very interested and passionate about because it's my home park and getting in. And you park. mentioned the anniversary is this year of that, right? Or is it next? I think it's this, this year. Yeah. 
81 okay. open. So okay, so yeah, yeah we'll this year, and you were speaking on yeah, yeah mm-hmm, that uh, that would be good for the anniversary or at least a refurbishment to make it better, something like that for the anniversary of it. So I can understand yeah. that. And now, like, if I, if I were to redo that video ever, there's a lot of different options now. Obviously, with, like, GCI's Titan mm-hmm. track, that could always be an option. Um, I mean, you could always do what um, RMC's doing with Lightning Rod now. Yep. Like, there's a, a whole different world, world of options for wooden coasters. But now. it was just very – it was for the time, and it was very simple, and it was straight to the point, and I thought you nailed it. So yeah, thank that's you. what made me dis- uh, discover you. A big reason why I wanted to start a channel is because mm-hmm. – I have a, like a little bit of a background in like writing and journalism and almost. Oh, nice. So for me, it was always kind of like that post-production that I was interested in, like telling. That's and my favorite. Kind mm-hmm. of narrative or story or whatever. I mean, my favorite part of creating a video is writing the script. Like I hate doing the voice recording. I like editing, but like it, it, people don't realize how long it takes to get to like, you know, the final product. And It really does. It'll be a six minute video and it takes hours. Right. It's like, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. But uh, for me, what I try to do with my videos is, I mean, every coaster channel in the world has done like ride reviews and, and vlogs and stuff. What I try to do with my videos is I try to like take, yes, this is a ride review, but like kind of put an interesting angle on it. And you have to. Yeah. That, mm-hmm. that um, is not only like catchy and people will click on, but like it tells an interesting story of either the overall park or the overall ride that like may not have been explored yet. And that's mm-hmm. what you, like you said, that's what you have to do in 2020 when there's a million roller coaster based channels. Yeah. yeah. Really good content every single week. So for sure. A lot, a lot of people are getting thousands of views, just putting out content uh, quite often too. So, right. And it's, it's just interesting to, to how crazy this community has grown because mm-hmm. I would, you know, when I found, um, when I first started getting back to the hobby, I found Taylor's channel, and oh, really? I was surprised that like he. I mean, he obviously wasn't as big back then, but I was surprised that like there was even a thing such as like roller coaster YouTube, you know, where people would like yeah. talk about parks and rides. And then, then I got hooked on like his channel, and then I was a big fan of Canada Coaster fan too. Rest mm-hmm. East, whatever, whatever he's he's doing, I hope he's doing well. Yes, hopefully. I, would, <laughs> I would just binge watch his channel. He's a mm-hmm. He was a like a really entertaining, and he would just like sit there and talk about roller coasters with like a slideshow and flip through a slideshow, and I'm like, I love this. Like I can't. Like, <laughs> yeah, so. it, there's so much beauty in like the simplicity of some things, but now people got incredible angles of like off ride footage and just the qualities. Like you got to keep growing and competing, but being yourself because like your core audience. Obviously, your first hundred subscribers that found you when you were nobody, they're going to be down for you and ride with you through whatever. So Exactly. Yeah. 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 I mean, I don't think I'll get to that point. I'm not a, not really the artsy type. I'm not really a photographer or anything but like you, that. But you don't have to. I mean, yeah. that's something else I wanted to speak on was your 2020 growth, man, is insane. Yeah. It, the it was, pandemic it, was good to you in regards to content. It was. <laughs> and a lot of that had to do with just having a lot of time to oh, for sure to work on videos and make them really good i think the time where i really started to pop was was kind of in the thick of the pandemic where everyone was at home and for sure i mean i would the, release a, the a stats video are there that, yeah yeah i'd release a video then that was just like a normal like ride review or something that wasn't like anything too special i mean i put mm-hmm. a lot of time into all my videos but mm-hmm. i'd be getting like three 4k views like like easily 
Yeah, I've noticed it's straight up consistent. Like, I think one of your lowest videos is like 500. And other people would just be like, hey, I'm happy about that. But like, you consistently get like 2.5 minimum nowadays. And it's like, you just started this channel, what you said, coming up on a year at the time of recording? Uh, Over a year now, yeah. Just a little over a year. Nobody at that point, you had the video in 2011. And then you come back and it's like, who is this and now he's on our radar and like he's making good content i don't know i just thought your growth because like i find somebody and then i'll keep saying because my next video that i really loved to yours was um the one talking about uh what was it mr freeze that was supposed to come there oh yeah 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 cancers of of six flags great america which i'm working on the second edition of that oh nice asking me but that's first of all your your thumbnail was incredible um Yeah, yeah I, th- I thought that was really good. And uh, just the video in general, I didn't know that. I didn't know that because I also was like digging and doing research with my own part um, that we were supposed to get something. It was like, we have a height limit, so height cap, so we can't uh, right, build right. too, too high. Uh, so we ended up just getting like Batman, um, the traditional Batman clone. But I think ours is, is nice. You guys have what the original, correct? You, yep. yep yeah. Yeah. So I don't know, but uh, I love that video of yours. But just overall, your content really like blew up. You started and you just had success. I think that's amazing because like I don't know, you you were like the LeBron of of <laughs> you, you. You were naturally talented and it worked out. That's what I mean. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Appreciate it. I mean, yeah. I wish I had time to make videos like that every week. Yeah, I have you know a day job, other stuff going on. Um, but I'd love to like you know. I love creating content. I love kind of telling interesting stories like that one that people um, haven't really heard. I mean, yeah. a couple of more in the in the bank, and it just comes nice. down to having time to get down and grind them out, which is um, pretty difficult, especially with my busy schedule. But mm-hmm. I mean, I love making the content. I love when I have a chance to get down and then tell an interesting story. That's what I try to do with my channel. That's kind of the entire purpose of it. So yeah, absolutely, absolutely. You had a chance to go full time. Would you take it? absolutely yep absolutely okay if it ever got to to the point where and this is like years down the line obviously like a lot of it 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 may not be it may not be if people keep liking roller coasters as much as they do maybe not but um just saying how they keep coming like uh from just theme park stuff in general to roller coasters they keep building more stuff and then also nostalgia will always play a huge factor like as things get older and parks are throwing out rumors of things being torn down that will always happen exactly like, yeah 2011 got, rides will start being ancient uh-huh like whatever it's, it's crazy to think about um, it is but um yeah i think the day that i can pay the bills comfortably doing yeah, the job i probably probably quit my day job yeah oh all day pursue that full time we'll see though that's that's probably a long way away a lot of work between now and i then. love i love the uh being humble but yeah, guys, I'm, not, it's coming. I'm not stopping anytime soon. So. <laughs> good, good. You should not. Uh, what is your biggest struggle as a creator? Probably. Other than time, of course, uh, because of working and stuff. But like, other than right. that, uh, I've, I think balancing so many like ideas and you know like trying to decide. I wish I could tell like a really interesting i mean the answer is time if it to be honest i, I wish i had more that's time fair to, to sit down and, and grind out stuff because there's 
there's so I'm definitely a perfectionist in my videos. I try to make them mm -hmm. as good as possible. So you have a lot of uh, ideas in the back of your mind. I have an entire word doc of like of videos in the bank that I think would do extremely well. I just don't have like the time to understood, but I think that's amazing because that's like me. You have, you have more content than you have time. Yeah, that's the exactly. same thing here, which is amazing. Cause you, you could keep going. You could make this your job. Yeah. Like you have ideas and then every day, every year you may also be inspired by somebody else and other ideas may arise. So, yeah, I mean, same sure. to you. I, mean, I know yeah. that you have, you know, other um, ventures. I know you have like a sports channel. I do. I do. Yeah. Gaming stuff. I've checked out yeah. your stuff a little bit in the past. Um, it didn't pop off like this. And, and, you know, I started grinding more serious now uh on this and it's really growing and especially like during the yeah. um uh last year 2020 when everything closed that's when i really made a big push was february like i didn't have anything like i was fighting barely getting views and then like that took off and i just had an idea of like um just speculating on right openings and that really helped me and just like blew up and i just kept going from there and people started subscribing and watching and and then when things reopened i started vlogging more and like it's cool and it's weird because like you mentioned you like my vlogs like uh kalaheo mentioned it dale mentioned it kelly mentioned it and other people mention it but it's like not my favorite thing to do yeah yeah my favorite piece of content to make is actually like uh documentaries yeah um which it takes a long time to make that. It takes a very, very, very long time to make. Um, but it's my favorite thing to do. But vlogs, it's easy because you lived it, you do it, and then it's it's pretty simple to edit. Um, yeah. But I mean, it, those always do well. But yeah, yeah. I think like even with your growth as well, I feel like this kind of community of like smaller creators has almost like risen up so much, especially oh, for sure. I make winner. There's so many people to entertain, so many people bored at home. Um, mm -hmm. And I think, like, kind of the whole community has kind of, like, almost grown together a little bit. Like, there's a there's a solid amount of, of coaster accounts that are, like, above, like... like I was going to say that... 2K yeah. followers. And, and they it's usually around up. 2K. Yeah, uh, Coaster Daddy, you, um, and Kalaheo, Destination Thrills. Like, you guys are just peak you're a little bit ahead of that race and you guys are passing everybody like Kalaheo, when i had him on he got to five thousand by that point or something like that and yeah. you guys are like doing good and i'm i'm just rooting for everybody in this uh space to keep going but like you yeah. said a lot of people are in that like one thousand pretty much a lot of content creators in the space are monetized so yeah that's really good exactly and i feel like it's i've never once experienced with other creators like any type of like malice or or mm -hmm. you know like competition it's i think it's like a really healthy kind of let's all grow together kind of a yeah a philosophy and especially in the lower and having guys like like chris airtime thrills that kind yeah. of supports that and mm -hmm. el toro ryan like yep out for little channels um it's really cool and I, I think it's really kind of helped a lot of us smaller creators grow our own audiences and also mm -hmm. and you know out to their audiences and and vice versa so um it's kind of been cool to be a part of it i mean i've only been doing this for a year and yeah um the burnout can can be real sometimes but in the end of the i day, took that I break in july it. yeah i, I, I did as well I, I took a couple months month, mm -hmm. month break in july so yeah man it, i was going so hard and like 
during the like beginning of the pandemic of everybody being quarantined, I was going so hard making three solid videos a week mm -hmm. and live streaming. Um, I was doing so much. And then I, all the parks reopened and I hit those and those popped off. And then I got tired after 4th of July yeah. and I posted it on every social media. I am taking a break. And yeah. also it's a weird thing. Taking a break can hurt you. Oh, it's like, and on YouTube. Yep. Yes. I experienced that firsthand and I knew going into, I took maybe like a two or three month break from July, mm -hmm. to mm -hmm. October and, it like the views don't come back just naturally you know no, like, oh, you gotta right. you gotta earn it <laughs> right exactly it, it's weird when it comes to to the the time thing i yeah airtime thrills so much because he is consistently without a break out stop putting out like it's such good content it's time. inspirational how much he comes out with the quality and how consistent it's not like you know when it hits, it's 3 p.m. his time, or uh, he moved now, but it's always exactly the same time that right. same day, and it's yeah. insane. He is the the face of consistency in the community. Oh, and, for sure. I mean, that's a big attest to his, his success. He's blown up like crazy the last year, too, during the pandemic. Oh. I think he's probably doubled. That's how I found him. Like, I would just sit in there. It was late at night, just like a lot, like everybody going on in the world. You had content, so I found a lot of you guys out there through that time, so... It was really nice. Yeah. Yeah, man. What was your favorite video that you ever made? Um, favorite video I've ever made. I think the video that I'm most proud of would be the um the Lost Island video, the one that that really blew up. Is it because of that because it blew up or no, because <laughs> the thing the reason I made that video, um I do have some like family roots to Iowa and stuff and I actually mm -hmm. grew up going to the Lost Island Water Park mm -hmm. in Waterloo. Um mm -hmm. So I definitely, it was definitely like a video that was kind of like close to me, but also no one was like talking about it. Like we're getting a brand new theme park in the Midwest yeah. that has an Intamin launch coaster and like no one even on like Reddit or anything was like, was talking about it. And I think the reason I'm most proud of that video is because it was almost like an investigation. Like I pulled like screenshots of of the park plans from when the park was like had breaking ground i i love doing that deep I dive told, investigation. yeah yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. i mean I, I searched like the the deep internet to try to find any clues about like what right to be like just <laughs> people you together yeah. you know yeah mm -hmm. I, I spent a lot of hours on that video just trying to like figure out what's what is what is this park going to look like because no one had really explored that on the internet yeah so I you sound like me you get lost when you really like get hooked on something like Say it's like 9 p.m. You just get lost and you look up. It's tw it's midnight. Right. Exactly. Yeah. I'm. I'm yeah. Anyway, I get in that zone. And it was the same thing with the the video I made on on Mr. Freeze at Great America. Mm -hmm. Like I was digging through Chicago Tribune. Oh, nice. Yeah. From 1997-98, just trying to look and look for keywords. Great America. And it's always great when it dominoes. Like you 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 find something and then you see a a link or something or a phrase and then you research something else and it keeps linking like you go down the rabbit hole it's like when you get in that zone it's amazing thing and <laughs> you got to remember to go to the bathroom eat and yeah, right. uh get up because you get lost but it's right. an amazing thing to be in that zone and sometimes yeah. too like an hour of research can be like one sentence in a video oh, for sure <laughs> like, for sure <laughs> i don't think like a lot of people behind the scenes know like how much 
time creators like you and I and mm-hmm. and the, the people that are big put into um, you know every single detail every frame of the shot like making yep. sure like, what I'm talking about on on in the mic is what's showing on camera you know oh, for sure yeah I mean it's a lot of things that's what I was saying like it'll be hours worth, or like let's say an hour and a half of footage in that you record it because believe it or not you say i'm i'm good behind the camera i do mess up a lot especially (laughs) in voiceover like videos from home and stuff like that um there's so much stuff i don't know why i get in a weird anxiety before i record those and nobody's there i'm not live i'm not vlogging i'm at home by myself and i get nervous because like i want it to sound i want it to sound right Voice recording is my kryptonite, a hundred percent. I do a, a million takes on every single little sentence. So. For sure, and it's weird. And like, I I don't stutter, but I start to stutter, and I'm like, what is this? Like, I'm a huge, a whole new person, and I get mad. But it it comes out all right because uh, I attest to a lot of my videos being uh, post production. Is I love the editing aspect. Like, you, you got a good, good mic. Your your audio is is prime. Thank you. Thank you. Um, So that's a good favorite video to make. So I have three more questions and then it looks like we're almost about to be up to ride Steel Vengeance. It's almost here. It's almost here. So three three more trains and then we're up there. So um, I have to ask, everybody loves this ride, this coaster. Okay. Kelly mentioned this to me and it became her favorite. Why is Phantom's Revenge so amazing? Why did you? I think you made a video like, should this be legal or something like that? Yeah, I did. Like, I, why I, is it? Um, I I can't wait to get out there and experience. I was supposed you, you to. You haven't been on it, right? I have not been on it. So, but I've heard great things. Why is it so amazing? Again, that's why I don't like POVs. What you said because I saw that it, it seems super quick and there's pops of airtime like crazy. But like, I know it can't hold up to writing it in person so yeah um first of all the ride has like some of the best roller coaster trains ever they're super mm. comfortable i mentioned this in my video but the mm-hmm. restraint is just a single lap bar and it's yeah. literally, it's literally like a pool noodle like it doesn't even like touch you nice. if, if you don't have to yeah i can't remember if it comes down or if it like clicks down it might click down mm-hmm. um i can't remember but if you like don't want to be in your seat during the ride, like you don't have to be. Like, yeah, yeah. The ride, like the rides restraints are ridiculous, and on top of that, um, the first drop is pretty good. The turnaround's good. It's got some decent positive G's, but there's like there's two back to back, maybe th- two or three ejector hills back to back, little bunny mm-hmm. that are like like you're thrown out of yeah. Your- and then on top of that, there's you do a little like left turn, and then there's like a double down, which is mm-hmm. crazy a two to crazy ejector. Um, right. It is just a really, it's a really intense kind of like, it's an intense ride. And and the fact I that can't wait to experience so good, um, you're not restricted at all. Like it, mm-hmm. it feels like you could easily get thrown out of this ride if you weren't <laughs> weren't here. I like how you were about to say if you wanted to. It, it's a bucking bronco. Honestly. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Nice. The airtime is is insanely aggressive. So, Where would you recommend to sit if you was your first time? I'd sit in the back row. I mean, okay. unless you want to do like the front row, like get, get your you know what's about you about the ride and everything. Otherwise, mm. 
head right to the back because that's where that's it's scary. Like it's a, it's a scary ride. After I rode it the first time, I was like, that's like kind of some scary airtime because it's wow. so good. It's so intense. Yeah. And that was a ride I went in thinking like, okay, like it'll be a decent hyper coaster. It's a more yeah. Like yeah. how I feel about the more hyper coaster. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> other animal. Like yeah. It, it is a beast guys check out that video of what we're referencing uh, how he feels about morgan hypers on his channel yeah but um yeah i've okay. got more uh why they suck videos in the pipeline so um, <laughs> and that video is starting to blow up too by the way it did pretty uh, well yeah, yeah. It did pretty well to begin with um mm -hmm. so i got a yeah. couple more in the pipeline and i don't think a lot of people are really gonna like my opinions on those so <laughs> Keep, keep pushing the limit on what people like and what they don't. I, I might be become a villain in the next couple months in the coaster community. We'll, we'll we see. need we we need more of you. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so uh, if you were going to start another YouTube channel, okay, okay, and it can't be another coaster channel, can't be theme park related. It has nothing to do with this. I, it's kind of something that you're into that people may not know about either. What would that other youtube channel be about um so in the past it i probably would have gone this is pretty mainstream but like i probably would have gone like a gaming channel Same. i'm not like a huge gamer but like mm -hmm. it's it's like it would be so fun to like upload gameplay and i mean if you were big mm -hmm. it would be great like yeah ideally like being a, a, a streamer is like that's like their career like you know bro so fun yeah. sit home play video games all day <laughs> i think something related to gaming would be great and even like even like clips of like people who just take clips of other streamers and like throw them together make like so much money on youtube doing stuff like that you know so it's it's insane they stream and then they put their highlights and stuff in it millions of views right and exactly. they're just making money off of what they already did it's, exactly. it's insane. but, but it's it, it's definitely the number one um thing on youtube is gaming uh, yeah 100 mm -hmm. uh, in terms of what i would do now um there's a couple people that do this but i'd probably start a channel mm -hmm. dedicated to reviewing like mm -hmm. i'm a big country music fan so and i think i, I did not lot expect to hear that I have a lot of uh, interesting opinions on on different types of country music, and I think I could bring some interesting perspectives to that because I'm like a diehard country music fan. It's all I listen to. I listen to it when I'm working out. When I why ready. don't you do it? Ah, so, uh, I don't have the time. That's true too. <laughs> if this was my full time job, I would I would consider it. But okay, that's true. Down the line, <laughs> I'd love to do that. I think I have some interesting opinions on for people for people that like country music. I'm sure most people wouldn't be interested in in that but but yeah but there would be a lot of people that would be who knows who knows there okay, you that, anything on youtube and that's true that that's a very true. solid answer i've had some uh interesting uh answers for that one uh yeah that's okay that's pretty solid uh last question yes sir pretty simple okay. what is your favorite thing to eat at a theme park your let, let's uh -huh. say in general and then let's say your local, uh, your home part. So Great American. In general, are you talking like? It, so let's just say um, your favorite food happens to be at uh, Silver Dollar City. Then that would be yeah. that answer. Well, then that's gonna be my answer because I knew it would be. So that's why I put it in two questions because I 
yeah. everybody who goes to Dollywood or Silver Dollar City always has that as their answer or Disney. Yeah. So. I mean, they have the best park food. There's not For only. Sure. Well, now they have that new at Silver Dollar City. They have that new barbecue place. I'm a huge barbecue mm. fan. Oh, nice. Same here. A barbecue place. Um, in like right by where Mystic River Falls mm. is. Oh, nice. Yeah, I think it's that's great. I had it my last day. It's really good. Okay. But then they have like almost like that underground restaurant that's almost like a family style like mm-hmm. Thanksgiving thing, and it's like it's a little pricey. It's like. 15 or 16 bucks but like if you make that your one meal throughout the day like you're <laughs> you're done you're you leave that <laughs> but i mean it's no surprise that silver dollar city has like has the best food of of any theme park of course oh yeah of course. Park, great america uh, mm-hmm. i i where did i eat there i think it was um do you guys have a strutters yeah we do that's yeah. more recent yeah yeah i um, ate there I and bro, that was like a two-hour wait yeah, I, I believe that. It was a busy day. Yeah, I usually leave the park if I'm going to eat. Um, at Great America, I'm not sure if it's the case. If it is, it's my answer. But they used to have um, in Southwest Territory, there's this restaurant. I think it's a chain restaurant at Great at uh, Six Flags Parks. It's called JB's Barbecue. Oh, JB's is my favorite. Right? That's my You're favorite right. at Over Georgia. Have yeah. you had the wings there? Yeah, and yeah. also that's what Calaheo said with uh St. Louis. That's okay. his favorite. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know if that was like a chain or something, but um, well, of the Six Flags, yeah, it is. Yeah, exactly. They mm-hmm. had they used to when they first opened, they had some like really good chicken wings there. And they have incredible spiral fries. Yeah, they do. Yeah. yeah. So that would be my answer at, at Great. Yeah. And they sell alcohol too, which is pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Very nice. Very nice. Okay. Well, dang it, Cole. It looks like the train is here. Man, we got to get exceeded, out. It exceeded the wait time. It was supposed to be a 75 minute queue and it went over. We got to get like some type of pass or something. <laughs> I don't know. Something. Having too much fun, man. It was a good conversation. Yeah, we had a great time, but I'm just mad. Like they, the wait time, they, they messed up. But anyways, so we're about to get on Still Vengeance right now. I got one more question for you. Gotcha. Where are we sitting? Ah. Uh... You got to go back row on Seal Vengeance. So that works. Roller coaster with the most airtime ever on any roller coaster. You got to ride in the back row. So well, back row it is. We're about to get on it. So, so guys, thank you guys so much for joining. I want to say thank you so much to Cole Park Pros for joining me on this adventure in the queue. It was amazing. Uh, first podcast of 2021 and with a very special guest. So it was a pleasure, good sir. Thank you for joining me on a wonderful conversation here. Uh, also, make sure you guys check out all of his uh, social medias and his YouTube channel in general. It's listed here on the screen here on YouTube and also in the description down below uh, for audio wise and just YouTube. So everything there. But thank you guys so much for joining us. We will see you next time in the queue. Take care, guys. See ya. Thanks.